Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. That's one motto at live. God's way is not just right. It's better. Prodigal son ran home, y'all. Not because it was the right thing to do, only. It's better than the pit. But some of us need to go to the extreme of experiencing the pit. So we can know that, yo, he was the best choice all along. I'm here to try to help you. You ain't got to go through that. If you want to, you go ahead. You're going to lose so much. Inside and out. Confidence. Uh, hope. You're going to lose so much in your aggressive journey to do life on your own. You're going to lose so much. And you're still going to come to the place you are right now. In the house of the Lord. In the presence of the Lord. In the... So why not just stay here? Look at your neighbor and say, Snickers, baby. Snickers. That means not going anywhere for a while. Right. I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying in his presence. I'm staying right here. I'm not leaving because you're going to be back anyway. How many of us have wasted time like that? Okay, so I know who I'm talking to. This time, stay. Whatever attempts to pull you out of this place, don't make it competition with Jesus. We're not worthy of him. We're not our own. We've been bought with a price. Everybody say, I'm not my own. Okay, if you believe that, then that's a certain mindset you live by. We're talking about as you go all year this year in different variations of it. And I I love it. I I love it. Jesus looks at these men that were lepers and say, hey, go show yourself to the priest. They were not clean at the moment he spoke. You don't have to be clean for God to speak to you. You don't have to be clean for God to speak to you. We think God only speaks to the saints. Who are y'all? He speaks to the clean. He speaks to the unclean. He speaks to the saved churchgoer. He speaks to the sin and whatever they're doing. He loves everybody. He spoke to the unclean and said, do what clean people do. <laughs> go back to the fold. Go back to the fellowship. And as they went, the Bible speaks of no rebuttal. The Bible didn't say that they said, but, but hold up, you know, no rebuttal. Look at your neighbor and say, no rebuttal. No rebuttals this year. If God tell you to do it, do it. No rebuttals. As they went, they were cleansed. I love that. And I I was thinking today that that's how they lived. That's how they lived in the Bible days. Of course, technology increases. (sighs) And anytime technology or a thing, a, a man system is created or increases, yes, it's a convenience, but then it's 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 a bondage as well. Systems are a blessing and a bondage. Because your system can become your tradition 
and you won't be open to the preceding word of God. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So God said that in 2009, but he's saying something different in 2019. If you're so locked on the system he established in 22, whatever, 09, you'll miss what he's saying in 2019. So don't get so hooked on your systems. Mm-hmm. So Adam talked to God every day. In the cool of the eve, he spoke to, spoke to God. Spoke. Okay, cool. I'm sure he got some type of instruction. I'm sure he got some type of fellowship. I'm sure he got some type of praise and adoration in. I'm sure. Because to know God is to worship him. To know God is to praise him. So Adam went and did what he had to do and then looked for God the next day. What's up? Then, okay, cool. Then look for him the next day. What's up? I don't think Adam knew overall, hey, for the next 50 years, do that. Like man does. They lock you in a mortgage for 30 years, 20 years. Like, you know what you're going to be paying the next 20 years. <laughs> Systems of man. Blessing and bondage. How many of y'all are still paying student loans? Okay. How many of y'all been out of school and still pay? Okay, 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 okay. Blessing and bondage. Man system. I think God always wanted to be on an as-you-go basis with us. I think God always intended to be on an as-you-go basis with us. I think he always wanted to be on a, a, on a need-to-speak basis with us. I speak to you when I need, I, I, it's just as you go. Hey, hey, check in. Hey, check in. Hey, check in. The Bible says it like this, in all thy ways, check in. And he'll direct your paths. Look at your neighbor and say, check in, check in. All thy ways, all thy ways. Should I date him? Should I date her? Should I go here? Should I go there? Should I spend this? Should I say that? Y'all quiet for some strange reason. Should I go to this interview? Should I go to this audition? Should I check in? Now we're involved in systems that God is not involved in. Because we took our lives into our own hands. Don't make the mistake of taking your life. I know you're smart. I know you've been through a lot. I know you learned a lot from your last season. But don't do yourself the disservice of taking your own life into your own hands. I know God enough to I kind of know. Okay. Scared of that season. God is always on the... I think he always dealt with us like that. I'm gonna check in, John. Like, boom. Okay. Boom. Okay. He always dealt with man like that. But somehow we lost it. Now we got to tell you, hey, pray. I'm not talking about the world, Christians. I'm talking about saints. We got to tell children of God to pray. Because we lost it somewhere. When that was the only way we could live in Genesis. That was the only way we could survive in Genesis as mankind. Now 2019, we developed systems so far removed from him. But as long as it's functional, we're okay until something breaks. You have the most infinitely valuable thing on the inside of you. He is the Holy Spirit. Yep. That's the, you don't have to come to church. I know that just busts so many bubbles. 
What am I going to do if I don't go to church? Live. I'm going to shut. We should shut. Never mind. I was saying I'm going to shut down the church for a while, but y'all just go to another church. People just go to another church. Either you're, you're, so when you get saved, you're a new creature. I'm just talking. I'm just flowing. Either you're a new, either, either you're a new creature, right? This is what God told me. Either you're a new creature in an old system or you're a new creature still using old systems. This is what he told me. Okay. So everybody say, I'm not my own. Period. Okay. So we should, we should have that setting right there. So, so Abraham. Leave your father's country and go where I will tell you. All right. What made Abraham just jump and go? He fundamentally understood I'm not my own. And anything I'm instructed at any point by God, consider me surrendered. Lord, consider me surrendered. What will make Abraham just go without saying anything? I'm not my own. He told me to leave pops them out. I understand I'm not my own. I was brought up to understand I'm not my own. We don't, we're not brought up like that. Especially now, these poor technically savvy kids. I feel the sorriest for the for the next and the next and the next generation. I feel the sorriest. I feel the sorriest. If we use 10% of our brains in the last 100 years, we're definitely going to use 1% in the next. In the name of convenience. It's so good to just look at your phone. Cynthia, what's up, girl? But remember when you used to look and just see numbers? I'm not saying let's go back to that. I'm saying your brain was more intelligent. You can look at numbers and code it and say, that's Cynthia. Is anybody named Cynthia in here? I use your name every week. How you doing, Cynthia? Man, I just want to meet you wherever you may be. No Cynthia's, huh? No, no Cynthia. Okay. Hey, boy, you in the South. Ain't no Cynthia's down here. But our brains don't work the same. And in the name of convenience, man... Because computers, let's call them robots, are now babysitters. Never mind. Never mind. When parents used to infuse God and our dependency on him and he brought us out the waters, you reminded your children of the things that God has done. Because I'm not going to have you dependent on mommy and daddy. Uh -uh, Uh-uh. I can't heal you. I want to. But I need to connect you to the one who can do all, all things. But instead of connecting them to the Father, we connect them to the Ethernet and Internet and computers and technology because that's who we're now connected to. We about to have these computers walking around. Would you like some eggs with your toast, please? Yes, I would like some eggs. What kind of jelly, Mr. Trivet? I'll take strawberry. Strawberry coming right up. We're going to be like, that's Cynthia. <laughs> Don't act like it's far-fetched. Alexa. All right, stop playing. 
Yeah. I cannot stand being in a conversation with my wife or my friends and then my phone just, I'm sorry, I didn't get that. That's because I ain't talking to you, Siri. Why are you so attentive? Who's in my house? Y'all quiet. That's not convenience, that's access. Oh. It's not convenience. Y'all hear what I said? That's not convenience, that's access. Mess around and talk about the president for 21 days just around your phone. You're going to have people surrounding your house. <laughs> Sir, come out there. What? 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 We heard some conversation. Which is, I'm going to church. You better get out of my face. I'm going to. It's not convenience, it's access. You can't buy a TV now without the voice thing on it. Your Xbox, you can talk to it. Turn the channel, turn to the Super Bowl, turn to the, you just, I'm just talking to my control, like what am I doing? When my dependency used to be on God, it's now technology. This man came to our house today to fix our, 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 our water heater. Right? Because, oh, never mind. <laughs> like, our water is crazy, man. Like, the hot water comes on, then it gets cool. Then it's on, then it's cool. I'll be in the shower, like. <laughs> My wife, like, babe, you done? I gotta get the left side. Hold on, babe. <laughs> What's going on? That's why I came in here so tired tonight. I had to do all that to get washed. Anyway, so the guy came. The guy came to fix our water heater. Man, I was so mad. Trying to get it in while it's hot. Stop playing, y'all. We in church, for real. And we got visitors. So, you laughing too hard. So they came to, all I'm saying is the man came to fix my water heater. So he couldn't fix it. So, so he couldn't fix it, y'all. So you know tomorrow I'm going to be straight in the sink like this. Y'all know it. Stop, this is not the laugh house, it's the Lord's house. <laughs> you can have it too, sit down. He said, the fact that you can fit in the sink, go sit down in the audience and don't come back up here. Ushers, get them, because I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Anyway, people need a word. They don't, they don't need all this. <laughs> Laughter is good. Like a Go ahead and laugh. Heal yourself. Thank you. So he came to fix the water heater. Man, I'm trying to make a point. Couldn't fix it, so he left. He said, sorry, we'll come back tomorrow, whatever. All right, cool. He came back. I was like, man, we came over. <laughs> yes, sir, what's up? Is my phone in there? <sighs> When I say 
drenched in sweat, red as these little, red as my shirt. He was, I said, let me go look, sir. And I said, you know what, you want to come look? Yeah, I'll come. He said, yeah, I'll come. <laughs> so the water heater's like in my wife's closet. That way, so he all in there. <laughs> so he went back out. He couldn't find it. He was like, oh, man. So he went back out. I said, what's your number? I started calling his number. He said, oh, man, my, I'll go back out to the truck. I said, yeah, I'm going to keep calling. Go ahead. So I kept calling, kept calling, calling. I came out. He was in that truck, y'all. I can't, if I act it out, it's going, it's going to be too crazy up here. I'm not going to do that. The boy was going crazy. It's a grown working man losing his ever-loving mind trying to find his phone. I said, well, we'll keep calling over. He said, no, you don't understand. My whole life is in that phone. My whole life is in that phone. He said it twice. I was like, okay, well, let's try to find it. You got my point? He graduated to the point where he's almost lifeless without his cell phone. He was sweating drops of blood like Jesus in Gethsemane. Because he didn't have access to technology. Now God knows what he had on his phone. I don't even care. The fact that he was that dependent made me sad. Maybe I want to just throw my phone in the nearest river. I just want to know what it's like to not need you. Ooh, that's a good challenge for you this week. What is it? What, what, what does a human feel like not needing their cell phone below 80 years old? Or 70? Or 60? Just to show how dependent we are on these things, how long can you go without it? Because the, the embarrassing part is, for people of God, we can't, we'll lose our mind like the man without technology. Without, yeah. But without contact with God, we can go, okay. Children of God, I ain't talking about the world and sinners. Believers! I'll, I'll, get, my, I'll get my hit Wednesday. I get a pastor going to preach Sunday. How about only pick up your phone Wednesday and Sunday? Ooh, this, I don't, let me get stay on my notes. That's why I like these churches. Preach the word. Don't preach the phone. This is the word. If God is not your source, what are you here for? So either your creature's in a in an old in an old system, or your creature who the new creature who uses old systems. So if you're in if you're a new creature because you're saved, and now you're in an old system, that means you see it differently. If I, so when you get saved and you go back home, you're in an old system. Because guess what? God did not save your family; He saved you. God didn't save your boss and your job. He saved you. He didn't even save your wife or your boo. I'm saying when he saved you, there was no, uh, ex, no out, outsource. There was, no, it was just you. He didn't save your problems. He didn't save your kids. So the only thing that might be new is you. You got to be cool with that. 
prodigal son went home because he was delivered, but his house wasn't. His brother was like, oh, my gosh, this guy. Matter of fact, it got progressively worse because the Bible never says that him and his elder brother had issues. But as soon as he came back, he was jealous of them. Because when God saves you, he don't save your brothers and your sisters. He saves you. But can you see that differently or are you, that's what I'm saying. When you're new in the old system, you see the system differently. I can function in this. I can get, I, okay, I can make it. I understand that God ain't deliver everybody. He delivered me. Since I'm new, how am I going to respond to the same? Since I'm new, how am I going to respond to the same? Right. And if you, use the old, if you use the old system, you still do things our way, but we expect things to somehow turn out differently because we're saved. So either you're a new creature in an old system or a new creature who uses the old system and still wants blessed results. You still do everything the same way. You still talk the same, think the same, move the same. Nothing changed on the inside of you. But you think just because you saved... Everything should be different. Don't, don't mess yourself up. Because ain't nothing going to change and it's going to get worse. You're going to be like, man, I say, I ain't going to church anymore. All right. And Jesus is going to be like, bet. So you got to understand that. I'm, everybody say, I'm the new thing. Say it again. I am the new thing. One more time. Say, I am the new thing. All right, I got nine minutes. I'm going to try to do this in nine minutes. So as we go, it's a sensitive year, y'all. It's the year you got to check in. You got to learn to check in. It's, it's the year you got to check in. Take that step. Took it. I'll take the next one. All right, I took it. It's the year to obey and not to assume. It's the year to be obedience-driven and not results-driven. Because if you assume the results, you can miss it. You, you understand what I'm saying? So, I'm here, Lord. What you want me to do? Go take another step. Okay. He want me to pick this. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right. Now what, Lord? Why'd you step down? I, I, just, thought, I just thought you... Don't assume why God sends you the way he does. Let your fulfillment be in your obedience. I'm completely satisfied, not because I got something out of the move, but because I moved when he told me to. My satisfaction comes from doing what he says, not from what I get when I do what he says. Why is it quiet in the church? Are we children of God or not? Our satisfaction should be in I did what he said. Let me talk about this a little more because i got to break this down. As we go, it's a year you got to hear God, right? We talked about hearing God, right? God speaks his will, not our wants. So that's a huge thing. Because when we're listening for God, we're li really listening for him to tell us what we want. Like when you're praying to God, you're praying, you're, you're listening to hear a favorable dialogue. <laughs> Yeah, I'm listening to kind of hear something along the lines of what I want. 
And if you hear something that you want, that's God. See, I, woo, yes. He's not obligated to speak what we want. He's obligated to speak his will. So if you are bent on pleasing him, your obedience alone will satisfy you. Even though it does nothing for you. Seemingly. Like a hairdresser, I always say that, a hairstylist, right? What girl, what you want me to do? Just put it down and lay down my unit, you know, do the baby hair, do that, do that. That's what you want? Yep, all right, I'm gonna obey. I'm gonna do what you said. You wanna die on the side? Okay, you wanna part right there? Okay, boom. You spin her around? That's what you want? Yeah, I love, oh my God, I love it. Go ahead, girl. You, 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 you're happy. You're as excited as she is because you just did what she asked. Y'all both excited. She walking out with a new hairstyle. Your hair nappy. You. <laughs> two weeks? Okay, two weeks, girl. It's not about what I get out of obedience. It's about please. Never mind. Pleasing him and live. If you don't get in the habit of loving to please God, you're not going to have a prosperous life. If you only like God for what he does for you, you're not going to get much or have much. But if you get in the habit of God, how can I please you? How can I bless you? I pleased myself for years. I did me for years. How could I flip it and bless you? If you get in that frame of thought, blessings will come from the north, south, east. West, because you understand I'm trying to please if y'all if you don't get if you don't get in that if you don't get in that rhythm of I want to please God because you think God is like man you can manipulate him hey God I love you with a blessing hey God I love you got the car Woo. and don't pray for six months after the car like he's man maybe we don't get the car because he's not like man and he sees your heart that at six months, you ain't going to give me this much attention. So let me go ahead and drag it along. Tell your neighbor, get in the habit of pleasing God. Or get in the habit of wanting to please God. That should be somewhere in our new creature uh, uh, makeup. Got to hear God. He speaks his will, not your wants. Remember we were talking about Samuel? So Samuel went to Eli, did you call me? No. I went back to sleep. Did you call me? No. Hey, this is the third time. You sure you didn't call me? I went to sleep. That's the Lord. Next time, say, Lord, your servant hears you, hear am I. God spoke to him. He said, the servant hears you, hear am I. Samuel is just now hearing the voice of God. Let's say you just start hearing the voice of God for the first time. If you first just start hearing the voice of God, you're going to be like, oh, my, you? Hi! Okay, so, so much, so much I want to tell you. So the first thing God told him, it was a prophecy against Eli. It was a prophecy against the leadership he was under. The one that told him about God, God was about to remove his position because he let his sons do whatever they wanted to do in the church. The sons were the leaders of the church and they slept with all the women. Y'all don't want to hear this story. The sons was at the gate sleeping with all the women. 
And Eli knew it and was like, ah, I hope they get it together. He never rebuked them. He never corrected them. So God says, I'm going to remove your position. I'm going to kill all of y'all. His sons died. They ran back and said, Eli, your sons died. He fell back, broke his neck. He died. Because you're just as responsible for someone's sin if you know about it. Never mind. Never mind. I ain't getting on that. So, uh-uh, I'm not getting on that. So, that's all I'm going to say right there. So, your first word from God was not what you wanted, but it was his will. What if you are hearing from God, but is this not what you want? What if you are hearing from God? You speak, you pray what's most important to you. He speaks what's most important to him. God, I need a new job. Change your diet. Oh, God, I need to. The devil is busy. <laughs> Get out of here, Satan. Satan. God, give me a new job. Change your diet. What if he is speaking, but you don't like what he's saying or you don't think it's him because he's not directly addressing what's important to you? When you understand my life is not my own, whatever he's saying is now most important. Why get a new job and not healthy enough to keep it? Okay, never mind. Maybe God is speaking and maybe he's not ignoring you. Maybe he's not directly addressing what you're directly saying because he's saying something that's more important to him. I need a new job. Pay your offering and tithes. Whoa. Look at y'all. I knew the pastor was going to go there. I don't care who go there. If I go there, your neighbor goes, somebody's going to go there. I want nobody to talk about what you're, that, this is exactly what I'm talking about. You don't want nobody to address anything that's ugh to you. But that's God because there's so much in us that he wants to get out. So he's not going to just pile blessings on top of mess. Who puts whipped cream on dog poop? All right. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Right. That's like God blessing our mess. That's what we want. On top of all this crap, bless me. No. Become cake. Be- Never mind. I'm getting off that cake thing. They got me for that too. Oh. I'm not going to bless crap because you refuse to change. Oh, this is, never mind. You become an ice cream sundae, whipped cream is attracted to you. Become what blessings are attracted to. Why is it quiet at live? I don't know what church I came to tonight. Whipped cream is not the issue, the substance is. I had to clean up a lot of dog poop today as well, so that probably was in my subconscious. We got three dogs, so y'all just excuse me. As we go, you got to hear God. So hearing God is not always about turning up, turning up God's volume. I realize sometimes, especially when I get off a plane or if I, if I get, uh, go a certain while and I, huh, I can't hear I start turning the music up louder, then louder, then I realize I just got too much wax in my ear. So to hear better is not always turn it up, or I need more of God. 
I need to. <laughs> What's wrong with y'all, Lynn? I got to get the wax out of my ear. What's in my ear that doesn't belong? What music? What conversation? What mindset? What behavior? Something that's clogging. Look at your neighbor and say, are your ears clogged? Why can't you hear him? You don't have to turn his volume up. Get the wax. Never mind. And the crazy thing about wax, wax rarely just appears. It's built. So it's challenging to remove wax because you don't know the origin. Where did it start? I know all I know is now I can't hear as clearly. But where did it start? Wax builds up. And the purpose of wax is to protect your ears. So you can't be so locked on your way of living and protecting yourself that you block God's voice. It was good for you in one season to protect yourself. Now you got to clean that out because he's, he's trying to talk to you. So you can disturb everybody around you. got the music all loud. What's wrong with you? Like such and such. Huh? I said you don't. Huh? Girl, I said Huh? Girl, clean your ears. Anybody ever told you that? Because you got me screaming. When I'm not the issue. I'm talking to you. I'm conversing with you. I'm trying. You got hip-hop in your ears. You got your friends in your ears. You got your habits in your ears. You got all this stuff clogged from years. Your family did it. Years. Your friends did it. Years. You did it in college. Years of build-up. Now you're, I can't hear God. Clean it out. You don't have to pray harder. You have to clean harder. This is good news. Because it's almost like God is hard to reach. He ain't hard to reach. He ain't hard to hear. We become dull of hearing, the Bible says. Let me get you all out of here. My bad. As we go. Get used to, embrace this, embrace these three words this year as I close. This is my first one. All right, I got three. Did y'all enjoy Pastor Tate last week? You killed it, baby. I love you. You killed it. Love it. She had one closing. I got three, so. In my first closing, get used to hearing these words this year. Embrace it in a sense. Don't be ignorant, but embrace these three words. I don't know. Oh, man, I lost y'all. Don't be content being ignorant and all that getting get understood. But there are certain things, and I'm okay with that. I don't know means I trust him that much. Hold on. Lazy, ignorant people don't praise too hard right here. Because I'm really not talking to y'all. All right? I'm not talking about the lazy guy. guy. No. What are you doing, my friend? 
But to those who do all you can do, you, you cross all your T's, you dot every I, you make sure this is, and this is in order, and that's straight, and oh my God, in my life, and I'll never go through this, ha, and I'll never be, and, and life hits you like, boom. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, I thought, I, I thought. You're so traumatized because you got your life in such a way that no trouble should hit you. Just get used to, I, I don't know right now. I don't know. Ask the Lord. Those are six, two phrases, six words. Embrace that this year. There's going to be a lot of that. If you're going to be prideful and not embrace your I don't know, you're going to create your own solution so you never have to feel those three words. Because I'd rather create a solution than not know. Live, hear me. Because I'm more carefree. She's more structured by nature. She's more, how far is this before I jump? I'm more, hey! How high was that? Like, I think later. I think in the air, like, how high is this stage? That's me by nature. That's not all good. And her way ain't all good. We need balance. Balance. Her way is safe. <laughs> but it's hard to achieve new things when you're that safe. You got to take chances. You got to understand there are certain things I don't know about walking on water, but the man told me to come. I don't know. The Bible says the kingdom of God, heaven, is like a man that plants a tree, plants a seed. He waters it and then gives it sunlight. And every day he gives this little ground attention. And how the tree blossoms, he doesn't know. The Bible says the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven, excuse me for not knowing which one. The kingdom is like that. Kingdom means God's ways amongst other things, you know. When you go into another kingdom, you enter into a different set of laws, a different way of doing things, you know what I mean? Different kingdoms, different ways, different systems. So the kingdom of God is like a man who plants the seed, but he doesn't know how it comes up. There's certain things in God I don't know. And I'm content with that because it's not an ignorance, it's trust. So OCDs, you got to let go this year. Let me, let me help you. I ain't trying to be funny. You got to let go this year. You're going to strangle yourself. Because God's about to move like, oh, oh, wait a minute, wait, no, no, no. Oh, oh, oh. God's about to move like that. And you, you can't be like, just let me know when you, when you know what you're doing, God. Just let me know. That's how God's moving this year. Go that, hold on, hold on, don't, don't go, don't go. Go that way. We're not that fast. Speed up a little bit, speed up a little bit, slow down. Make a right before. All right, go higher. Right, that's good. That's how God moving this year. And if you can't handle all the, you're going to be so mad at him this year. He's going to make you uncomfortable with systems and make you dependent on him. Let me, let me get on. I hope this is blessing somebody. I'm about to be done. As I go, what can I learn? Oh, what can I learn from this place? What can you learn from where you are right now? I'm not where I want to be. I need, what can you learn right now today? What, what can you learn? You can either learn from a mistake that you made to never get here again. Or you, you can learn something. You can learn to be creative. 
You know what I mean? We didn't have a lot of, we was in poverty growing up. We ain't, well, we wasn't like severe poverty, but we didn't have a whole lot growing up. We created so much stuff. Well, my drumsticks was spoons. Y'all don't know nothing about. I ripped the Martin Luther King off the fan and that was my drumsticks. Y'all missed that. Boy, I, you understand what I'm saying? That family, I don't know who that family was. I ripped them off. Because lack will make you creative. You can get depressed or creative. Ooh, did y'all hear what I just said? You could be stressed out or you can get creative. You could be mad or you can create a business. You could be upset or y'all, why are y'all so quiet? Get, look at your neighbor and say, get creative. Don't be mad that it ain't happened yet. Don't be mad that your life ain't what it wanted to be. Create something in that space that you're in right now. It might be your new prosperity. I used to rip them joints right off them joints. So Genesis 22, just help me walk through it, babe. Genesis 22, right? Real quick, because I want to show y'all something and I'm out. Genesis 22, God says, Abraham, take your son, your only son, whom thou lovest, and sacrifice him. Get up and go to Moriah. Go to a place that I'll tell thee of. And sacrifice him there. Right? That's verse 1, right? Are you on? She on? Real quick. Real quick. I want to do this. Hallelujah. Oh, I well, you better praise him. <laughs> so verse 1 says what? Okay. And it came to pass yeah. that after these things, yeah. God did tempt Abraham. Ooh. And he said. Oh, 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 oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And go he ahead. said unto him. See, that's how God going to work. <laughs> Abraham. Uh -huh. and, and he said, behold. Here am I. Uh -huh. And he said, take now thy son, mm. thine only son, mm. Isaac, mm -hmm. whom thou lovest, mm -hmm. and get thee into the land of Mor Moriah. Moriah. And offer him there for a burnt offering upon what? one of the mountains, what? which I will tell of thee. What? And what? Hold on. Yeah. First of all, God tempts no man with evil. Right. So the Bible says God tempted Abraham. He really gave him a word. He gave him instruction. Right? And any instruction that's against what you love becomes temptation. Wow. Man, that's so good. When God gives you an instruction that's against what you love, it's now a temptation. Like, man, it's a test now. Because I'm coming after that thing that's on the throne of your heart. Jesus. I'm not tempting you, I'm testing you. I'm trying to see my value in your life. When God challenges the things you love and tells you to give it up, like I said, the phones today, and everybody got tight, like, I will die. God challenges that to, to see his value in your life, yeah. to see how he adds up. Wow. I know you love me, but not as much as your phone. I'm nothing. I'm not a God. You compare me to a device. Wow. How many of us will fast from our phones? Don't raise your hand. That, that, don't do it. Some of y'all work from your phone, so you're like, yeah, I'll definitely fast from that phone. <laughs> Sorry, boss, I was fasting. <laughs> Take it up with Liv. <laughs> so God is not trying to tempt you. He's trying to see how, where he gauges in your desires and your affections. Where am I in that? Yeah. 
I ain't going to stay there long, but I, I wish I could. So take your son, the one you love, and sacrifice him. All right, go ahead, babe. Uh-huh. And Abraham rose up early. And Abraham! No, I'm just playing. Go ahead. Early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young <laughs> go men Go ahead and keep it PG, baby. With I him love it. And Isaac, his son, and claved the wood for the burnt offering uh -huh. and rose up and went unto the place of which God had told him. Yes, he did. Then on the third Hold day. Hold on. So he went to the place God told him. Mm -hmm. Go. Yep. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. Boom. So I don't know if the journey took three, day, three days or if he got to the place and waited. And then on the third day, he saw. That's what it looks like. Yep. That's the Bible says he went to the place God told him to go. So he went there. He wasn't on the way. He went there and waited because he didn't get. This is as we go talk right here. I'm trying to talk as we go. I'm not going to move because I didn't get the next instruction. Right. <laughs> Do I have anybody up here in the building and say, I'm not that anxious. I'm not that thirsty. I'm not going to move ahead of God. If he don't speak, I don't move. Oh, my God. Ain't that good? Yes. So he went to the place, but on the third day, he saw. He saw it. That's so good. And studies show that Moriah is a place of many mountains. Calvary being one of them. Wow. Yeah. And the, some people insist that the place where he's going to sacrifice his son was actually Calvary. Wow. Yeah. Like God wanted a preview of what he was going to do with yep. his son. Indeed. That's right. Oh, yes. I can't even go there. Go. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the donkey, <laughs> and I and the lad will go yonder and worship. And come again to you. Mm. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife. And they went both of them together. Mm. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, My father. And he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold the fire in the wood, but where is the lamb for the Hold burnt on. offering? I ain't got time. I don't even have time. So the son is like, Dad. <laughs> like, yo. I'm sure he was lagging behind a little bit, like. I see the fire in the wood. First of all, he says, stay here and abide with the donkey. We're going to go worship. Yeah. I can't, I ain't breaking that down. But he's like, dad, how are we going to worship without a sacrifice? And I hear the voice of God through Isaac today. Liv, how can we worship God without? It's quiet. We don't give up nothing, but we call ourselves worshiping God. We got our same lifestyle, same habit. We don't sacrifice anything. But we're worshiping. Worship always includes. Action, neighbor, what did you kill? What did you kill? You got to kill your ways. Your, something before you lift up holy hands. Amen. Something got to die. Amen. Something's got to die. It's not real worship unless there's blood on the altar. Worship is a bloody thing. Worship is a violent thing. Never mind, y'all. I'm not ready. Are y'all ready for this? 
All right, could y'all give me 10 more minutes? Y'all said it. Worship is a bloody thing. Worship involves sacrifice. I saw a Spartacus. I told y'all this before, but I'm going to keep saying it because there's new people. I saw Spartacus on Showtime one time when they was cutting this goat's neck. They was offering a sacrifice. And the goat was like, they put a, I don't know why they did it. It was a close-up on the goat's eye. So he's looking at the camera like, yo! He was like, what's going on here? And I was like, why did, why did they personify the goat's eye? But then I'm thinking, like, any sacrifice you brought to God, you had to get a sheep or a lamb or a goat or whatever without blemish. They had to be healthy. They had to be the first of the flock. So that means as soon as it's born, you take good care of it. All the other stuff get dirty. You take, this one has privileges. So you thought you was the closest to the one that's about to kill you. So now they're like, yo, what's going on? And you got to. Even though the goat is making noise, you got to kill it anyway. You spent personal time with her. I mean, with the goat. You treated him, I mean, the goat better than anybody else. But when it comes time to cut it, I don't care what kind of noise your sacrifice makes. Tell your neighbor, cut it anyway. All sacrifice makes noise. All sacrifice makes noise. All sacrifice makes noise to discourage you from worshiping God. But if God told you to kill it, take that knife out. Y'all quiet for some reason. Get that phone out. Get that text out and say, I'm sorry. I know we spent sweet time together, but unfortunately, I got to worship God and I got to cut you. Even though your sacrifice makes noise, cut it anyway. I'm not going to have sex before I'm married. Your flesh going to be like, <laughs> like, yo, are you serious right now? Your flesh going to be like, my dude. Even though your sacrifice makes noise, cut it anyway. Because I value God over my lust. I va- y'all quiet for some reason. I value God over my dysfunctions. I value God over my weaknesses. Anybody else up in here? I value God. Jesus. Look at your neighbor and say, cut it, cut it. Get saved, get saved, get saved. Everybody, get saved. Tonight on the altar, get saved. Right now, not playing. Sick of y'all. Sit down right now. Stop. Why do y'all know it? This lust is way too high. You need to. This weakness way too high. You need to. That is way too high. You need to. I'm sorry. Visitors, we don't do this. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Worship. involves so no matter what noise the sacrifice makes cut it anyway whether it's a friend or your flesh it's gonna make noise but cut it anyway go ahead babe what's next oh so he said where's the sacrifice hey where where here we go parents say yeah all right parents 
parents, this boy knew what it took to worship at a young age. To the point where he knew something was missing in worship. L.U., where you at? L.U. You got to get to the point where you know what's missing in worship. I know what it takes to worship God. I'm a young person, and I'm in the school of worship right now. I understand something is missing. I know worship so intimately that I can recognize when something's missing. (laughs) Woo! I'll open that up later. Go ahead, babe. And Abraham said, Yes, he did. My son, God will provide himself a lamb. Oh! Where's the sacrifice? He said, my son, what? God will provide for himself a lamb. God will provide for himself a lamb. Hmm. Later, I'm I'm jumping the gun. Later, Abraham calls this place Jehovah Jireh. Right. We love that. Right. Jehovah Jireh. My provider. Right? But he's not providing for you. What did he say? God will provide himself. Himself. Right. The provision Abraham got, he gave. Wait. Yep. He didn't have to kill his son because God provided a ram in the bush. Right. He took the ram and killed it. He yeah. gave what God provided. Right. Oh, it's quiet. Exactly. So you singing God is my provider because you want to keep everything he gives. Next. And so they went both together. And they came to the place which God had told of him. God will provide. Mm-hmm. I'm back on that. I'm not done. You're not done. Himself. Yeah. A sacrifice. I'm sorry, love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do it for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. If me blessing you going to bless me, I'm going to bless you. Yeah. If me making a way for you going to bless me, I'm going to make a way for you. Right. If me bringing you out going to bless me, I'm going to bring you out. If me giving you favor going to bless me, I'm going to give you favor. If me opening doors for you is going to bless me, I'm going to open doors for you. Will you bless God with your blessing? Yes. Liv, I'm going to ask you one more time. Will you bless God with your blessing? Yes. High five your neighbor and say, I'm going to bless him. I'm going to bless him. I'm going to bless him. Tell your name, I'm going to bless him. I'm going to bless him. Y'all got the wrong neighbor. Look to the other side and say, I'm going to bless him. When I get mine, he's going to get his. When I get mine, he gonna get glory. When I get mine, he gonna get praise. When I get mine, he gonna get it. Matter of fact, he gonna get it before I get mine. Don't wait till the battle is over. Let's do it. Let's do it. I told y'all 10 minutes. All right, 9.30, I'm done. Let's go. Woo. If your blessing will bring him glory, he will be quick to bless you. Get in the habit of giving God glory. Amen. Get in the habit of giving God glory. God did this. 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 Look at your neighbor and say, you see all this right here? Say, God did all this right here. God did. Ow! did all this. Look at your other neighbor and say, you see all this right here? God did all this right here. He kept me in my right mind. He, God did all this. Get in the habit. God did all this right here. I take none of the glory. I partnered with him. And he did all this right here. 
All right, I gotta go. Sorry, love. What's next? That's okay. Um, and they came to the place which God had told of him. They came and, to the place where God told him. And Abraham built an altar there. Abraham built an altar. And laid the wood in order. Laid the wood. And bound his son Isaac. Put his son in the wood. And laid him on the altar upon the wood. Yes, he did. And Abraham stretched forth his hand. Stretched forth his hand. Took the knife, took to, the knife. Sl to slay his son. About to kill him. And the angel of the Lord called unto him from heaven and uh -huh. said, Abraham. 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 And he said, here am I. Uh -huh. And he said, lay not thy hand upon thy lad. Don't kill him. Neither do anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest say, God. Say, say, for now I know. Say it like for that. For now I know there you go. that thou fearest God, seeing that thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son Thank from me. Thank you right me. there. Thank you. One minute he says, kill him. As I go, he changes. Tell your neighbor, you better hear him again. Because you're about to kill something that should still be alive. You're about to kill your dream that God, good God Almighty. Don't. As you go, this is the kind of God we serve. Do it. Wait, don't do it. He's not schizophrenic. He said, now I know. He's. He's testing you. I'm That's sorry. Right. Keep going. Okay. You didn't keep your son. Your only son. Keep going, babe. We're almost done. Um, 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 Man, this is so. This word is alive. And Abraham called. Abraham called the place. Okay. And Abraham called called the place Jehovah Jireh. And it is said to this day in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. To this day, it's called Jehovah Jireh, and we all scream and shout over it. But he got that name as he went. God is about to give you another side of himself. He's going to show you an, oh, I feel this in the spirit. God is about to show you another side of himself. You're going to be so amazed you're going to call him that thing. Yeah. I'll I, I be playing around with Fabs a lot. It's funny to talk to Fabs. Like, oh, Savior. She, called, she says Savior. I don't really hear people calling him Savior. Yeah. But when God is so aggressively something in your life, yeah. you'll call him Jira. God is about to be aggressively good God. I said God is about to get aggressive in your life where you're not going to know him as anything more than deliverer, waymaker, healer, mind regulator, peace, joy, love. Is everything to me? Let's go. Everything. And the angel of the Lord, and the angel of, of the Lord called into Abraham out of heaven the second time. And said, by myself I have sworn, saith the Lord, for because thou hast done this and has not withheld thy son, thy only son, that in the blessing... Say it again, you did not withhold your son, your thy only son. Thy Go only ahead. son. Mm -hmm. And that in blessing I will bless thee, and I will multiply... I Oh, and multiplying, I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heavens yeah. and as the sand which is upon the seashores. Yeah. And thy seed shall possess the gate of, of his enemies. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. All these blessings. Because thou hast obeyed my voice. on this one, please. Because. Because thou hast obeyed my voice. Because. Thou hast obeyed my voice. Because. Thou hast obeyed my voice. Because. Thou hast obeyed my voice. He gave him all those blessings because. Thou Thou has obeyed my voice. He multiplied him because thou had obeyed my voice. He blessed his kids because thou has obeyed my voice. Sit down, let me end this. Oh, your God. Oh, my God, too. First of all, in that chapter, I got one minute. I'm not going to make it, but let's go. 
in that chapter, he kept saying, take your son, your only son who you love, your only. Right. He had another son, guys. Yeah. All right? Abraham said, you and your wife are going to have a kid. Ha, ha, ha. That'll never happen. Let me sleep with the maid. The maid is going to give me another son. Cool. He did that, had another son. His name is Hag- uh, uh, Ishmael. Okay, good. Y'all know the Bible. God was like, that's not what I was talking about, Abram. So let me change your name to Abraham. Because if I change your name, you're technically not the same person. Why did all y'all miss what I just said? God is about to change your name because when he blesses you, he's not blessing the first you. He's going to bless the new you. Technically, I'm not blessing the one that messed up. If I change your name, I'm still a just God because technically I'm blessing a new creature. That's why he's pressing for you to become new. That's why he wants old things to pass away because I'm not blessing the old man. I'm blessing the new creature. Look at your name and say, become new. Take your son, your only son, who you love. God kept calling Isaac Abraham's own God. The one that judges right and wrong. God, the one that should have known thou shalt sin. This is your only son. Number one, he wants you to know that's how I see it. I see your life as if you only do it the right way. If you repent and do things right, I don't remember when you did it wrong. This is so good. So God is trying to give you heaven's perspective of you. You're not the one that messed up. You're the new one who never did. It's quiet on this side. Take your only son. Only God can say that. And number two, he wants you to view it that way. He kept saying, Abraham, take your only son. Like, God, you know I got enough. He's not just giving you his perspective. He's trying to give you a new perspective. Stop looking at yourself as the one who messed up before. Never mind. Everybody standing. This is my last. Thank you, Jesus. There you go. That's a good praise right there. Thank you, Jesus. You only got one son. Hallelujah. And when people try to bring up your past, don't you got another? What son? Look at your neighbor and say, what son? What? What, who, Ishmael, what, I, no, what son? What son? If any man be in Christ. That's right. Look at your other neighbor and say, what son? What son? I don't I, no esplangago ingles. No understando ingles. No hable. So you never know hable. This is the Lord told me, y'all. I'm going home. Thank y'all for waiting. Thank y'all for the extra time. Live, I love y'all. At the end of that, he was blessed. As the sands of the sea, you can't even pick up one grain of sand without picking up a, a hundred of them. God told me, blessings please us, but obedience pleases him. Which is why, as you go, is God's year. He told me this. He told me this. He gives us a journey to establish a trail of obedience. (laughs) Do this. Don't do this. Every act you obey as you go 
you're pleasing God with your obedience. Blessing is easy. You can just give your blessing, 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 blessing. That pleases us. But obedience pleases God. Which is why he gives you a journey towards the blessing. So you can establish a trail of obedience. Because that pleases him. So as you go, man, obey every step of the way. Obey. You're not going to get there tomorrow. You're not going to get there in a second. No, no. Blessings are precious to God. He prepares them. He prepares it. Behold, I go to prepare. Eyes are not seen the things that God has prepared for us. Your blessing ain't random. It's prepared. Anything you prepare, you want to be valued and appreciated. So God is not going to have you in any condition reaping blessings. So I'm going to give you a journey that will perfect you, mature you, give you character, give you integrity. So by the time you come into this prepared blessing, you're ready for it. But he's establishing a trail of obedience. That's why as you go, that's why you don't get things overnight all the time. I want to see obedience. Ooh, that pleases him. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. You got to have faith to obey. You got to have faith to believe he's even speaking to you. So you're creating a trail of obedience, and that pleases him. That's why he said, Abraham, hit! I ain't giving you one blessing as the sands of the sea. Because you just follow my crazy trail. Stars of the sky, too. You got it all. Gonna be blessed, favor, all it. Ah, just I love you, boy. Man, you did all that. Now I know. Now I know. What does God know about you? That you get mad when you don't get a blessing immediately? What does God know about you that you won't obey until you know the benefit immediately? What does God know about you? Enjoy the journey. Be blessed on the journey. Don't be so quick to get there. You got time. If it don't happen tonight, what, how can I please you in this moment? What, what's in this place? To, to, how can I please you in this space? Instead of just waiting with an attitude and ignoring what can please him in this place, this uncomfortable place, this unfavorable place, this place that you don't like, How can I please you here? Everybody say, Lord, how can I please you here? I'm sick of being single, but how can I please you here? I'm sick of not having enough money, for, but how can I please you here? I'm sick of being stressed. I'm sick of whatever you're sick of, but in that place, how can I please you? My goal is to please you in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. Let's bless the Lord for his word, everybody. All right, I'm done. Come take this, please. He's not stringing you along. He's creating a trail of obedience that pleases him. Every step you take without getting it pleases him. If your point is only to get it, that doesn't please him. That makes him a vending machine. You just push the number you want and your blessing falls out. You can get that from a machine. But relationship means I'm, I'm doing this for you, God. Relationship means I'm doing this to please you. That's why relationships don't last. 
Because everybody's concerned about what they're getting out of it. Ooh, that's another class. And I felt a whole room open up on that subject. That's why some of us are single. You got a lot of demands. He need to be this, he need to be this, and she need to be this. Because that's what you want. What are you ready to give? How are you ready to serve one who you're interested in or serve the one you love? Besides sexually and physically. Because monkeys and giraffes do that. Not a service that's natural so father we live to please you in the name of Jesus help us turn our hearts towards your pleasure and not our own we're not our own so if I'm not my own how can I please you today because pleasing you is my best case scenario if you're pleased with me my life is prosperous if you're pleased with me my life is blessed if you're pleased how can I please you here? Everybody say, Lord, how can I please you here? Whatever he tells you to do, do it. In Jesus' name. Father, we worship you. We honor you. We sacrifice our will for yours. Your way. In Jesus' name. Clap your hands and say amen. All right. As we go, man, you ain't got to know everything right now. You ain't. Don't feel beneath because of that. You're in process. You're in a journey. I don't know, but I'm pleasing him today. I don't know, but I'm going to obey him today. I don't know, but I'm going to love him today. I don't know, but I'm going to worship him today. I don't know, but I'm going to honor him today. I don't know, but I'm going to praise him today. I'm going to bless him at all times. Even when I don't know, his praise shall continually be in my now, clap your hands and give him praise right there. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.